Hey there, beautiful souls. It's Lisa Nickel, host of the Sacred and Rooted podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is brought to you from my minivan. <laughs> not sure if you can tell the difference or not. I think actually the iPhones are quite good at recording. Um, but yeah, if you hear anything too weird, it's because I'm in the van in a conservation area. So it's pretty quiet, but there's some birds and stuff that are letting me know they're here. Anyways, today's episode is also brought to you by the Wellspring Goddess Collective. It's a gorgeous container of like-minded women that is created to make your transformation possible, you know, by exposing you to um, meditations, cyclical living, and just you know, like-minded women, so that you can sort of be supported, cheered on, dip yourself in, you know, all the reminders you can get um, per month uh, to just really remember who you are, what you're here to do, who you're here to be, um, and all the other perks and benefits that come from from experiencing that. Uh, for June, the month of June, the month of June, uh, the Wellspring Collective is on for $1. There's a trial on. Um, and then next month it goes back to its regular price. So if you want to check it out, it's only a dollar uh, for the first 30 days. And then we'll go back to its regular price. But you get instant access to like a bazillion meditations on any topic you could probably imagine. And you'll obviously get to experience the month of June, uh, all the meditations and the new moon uh, intention setting ceremony and that kind of thing. So just go to lisanickel.ca backslash trial, T-R-I-A-L, and the link will be in the show notes as well. All right. So this episode is all about cultivating joy as a spiritual practice. Um, I'm calling you out if you tend towards taking life too seriously. Like myself, um, for sure my hand is up. I'm definitely a work in progress here. And if you generally feel like, you know, if you had too much fun, who the heck's going to take care of all the shit that has to get done? Like, if that's kind of what's your mindset, you know, what your voice in your head would say to you, then this episode is for you. And you know, obviously anybody can listen to it. So if you love joy in your life and you just want to dip yourself in some more and get some brainstorming ideas, here you go. But yeah, so either way, this episode is dedicated to you with all my love. Um, so as many, I guess, as, as you may or may not know, if you've been hanging out in my area of the world for any length of time, I have three kids, two twin girls who are 16, and like literally where has the time gone? <laughs> anyway, and a son who's just about 13. Uh, and to any moms who are in the little baby toddler stage, hang in there. Mid Middle childhood is so sweet and you know the teenagers are pretty awesome too actually 
Um, but I was never a super baby baby person. So in the teenage years, I like a little more uh, just because I like a good debate and I like the ability for them to communicate in my language <laughs> instead of guessing what they're saying in cries. Uh, anyways, so yeah, regardless, it's like the fastest and the slowest experience I've ever had. So it is a weird kind of time combination. Uh, it feels like yesterday that I was holding a baby trying to get them to sleep again in the middle of the night after a feed or because they were teething and now they're into their own interests and dreams and friends and I'd love to have more time with them at home but anyway I'm also glad that they're growing into independent confident people so there's a certain pride in that as well anyways that's completely off topic but my point with that to start with was let me paint a picture of like you know some joy so it's a summer's day the barbecue's cooking probably hot dogs because that's the kids fave um at least it was all their faves when they were little because they were like special occasion things for some reason (laughs) well because you probably wouldn't want to have hot dogs all every week (laughs) that'd be nuts anyways um yeah so it's summer it's a beautiful sunny day the barbecue is cooking up some hot dogs the neighbors are over with their kids and the kiddie pool is being filled up you know we are even getting a little extra crazy and putting the little plastic slide that we had in the kiddie pool so the kids can slide into the pool which is like wow that's really vip so they're all super excited and having a hoot kind of testing the water like they'll jump in it's too cold they'll jump back out they'll laugh they'll run around and they'll do it all again um, until it seems like somehow the water miraculously gets warm enough that it's not a problem or they get used to it i guess um they're drinking juice boxes there's watermelon and smiles are everywhere you look and best of all that little kid laughter the pure pleasure laughter pure joy carefree just like your soul is laughing basically it's direct channel out (laughs) and it totally like makes my heart sing even not just my mom heart but like in general my heart because now I still love you know seeing little kids that are just like in their joy like total bliss and the giggling and the laughter is just like it is divine anyway so there's one kind of picture of just like that just carefree joy-filled time and that also reminds me of summer days in my own childhood where my sisters and I and a neighborhood friend or two or whoever was around you know we'd eat freezies and kool-aid drink kool-aid and run through the sprinkler or the slip and slide or set up both um and the barbecue would be going with hamburgers for dinner maybe there'd even be chips if we like really were lucky (laughs) and you know the parents would be chatting on the deck or somewhere in the house and relaxing and we would just be like ripping around you know it'd be a nice hot day so you're like not too cold not too hot it's just perfect with the sprinkler 
and the slip and slide cools you down freezes and kool-aid for sure too help but anyway it it's just like one of those days where you're like this is exactly the best thing ever and you can hear again like the laughter the pleasure just the joy of like being in that experience and being alive is so so awesome and like the freedom and expansion and almost like okay this is what I was here for (laughs) if this is the only day that I live you know any further it's like it's good it's the best um and so those were like the summer days that were literally the best ones you know we had that kind of situation on repeat like quite frequently through the summer so it was fun fun and they are definitely some of the fondest days of my childhood and so as a mom the first story that I told you know it's like a double pleasure experience because for my kids they were happy as clams and I was also remembering my own experience of summer fun days as well as experiencing pleasure that they were happy and just joyful because of course you want your kids to be happy and joyful and I'm not exactly sure what changed like where or when but that pure pleasure feeling of like the exhilaration joyful laughter and fun with friends it isn't something that I have a lot these days and I remember, you know, another time, it was a year or two after my divorce, which is about like, I don't know, 10 years or almost more than 10 years ago now. Um, anyway, it was like, I don't know, say eight years ago, just for, just for fun. <laughs> don't quote me though. So a couple years after my divorce, um, one of my sisters had come to visit And the kids had all their baths, you know, it was after dinner, they had had all their baths, they were clean, they got their jammies on, and we were getting ready to read a bit together before bed, so we were all sitting, like, laying, they were kind of laying out in front of the bookshelf that we had in the hall, and picking a book, and, like, looking around at things in books, and we used to do this... Um, you know, we used to, this was like our nightly routine. So that was no different. But my sister, uh, I think it was her that must have brought it up because it wouldn't have probably been too many more. I don't know. We, we have done this every night. So it was kind of like a routine. The routine was not telling jokes and laughing our butts off, (laughs) but that's what happened. So it must've been my sister started thinking about it, or maybe somebody found a joke book and we started telling jokes, but Anyways, regardless of how it started, we we did start telling jokes together. And so there was a few joke books that we had. So I think the kids started like trying to find them. And my sister and I, we used to do this all the time when we were little or not all the time. But like, especially if my grandfather was over, he would always come over with jokes. You know, he'd always, I think, I don't know, I'm assuming he tried to find new jokes every time he came over because he'd always come over with a couple different, like, new jokes. <laughs> and then he was super thrilled when nobody could actually answer them and he, you know, got to tell the right answer to the riddle and then everyone, of course, would, like, laugh and he'd laugh. And then uh, it was kind of a nice little tradition. 
So, you know, so my sister starts telling jokes, the kids start telling jokes, then we start looking on, you know, the iPad for more jokes, we start looking on my phone for more jokes, and we're like looking all over the internet. And then my sister and I were starting, we're trying to remember jokes from like our childhood that we could tell the kids and see if they knew. And I don't think we were super good at remembering what any of them were, but, but it was at some point we were laughing so much that I got into that laugh. You know, when you're laughing so hard, you're basically crying. You're just about to pee yourself or something because you can't actually stop. It doesn't seem (laughs) for any, any, no matter how hard you try, you're just like crying, laughing because it's just too, too funny. I think it also has to do with how much sleep I get (laughs) and if I'm like a little bit tired it's easier to get into that like just it feels like you're gonna laugh forever and you can't possibly like you couldn't possibly stop if you tried anyways I noticed that you know we were laughing so much but at one point when I was laughing like too like so hard that I couldn't stop the kids noticed and they were like kind of noticing the whole scene at for uh, almost like with new eyes where they were thinking like that they hadn't actually seen this happen <laughs> before <laughs> and they were they were laughing but they were actually watching their faces it looked like they were watching something like completely new to them um because they had never seen me be so silly or laughing until like I basically peed myself almost and so sad to say like I realized as I was watching their faces and sort of gauging the scene that they probably had never seen me laugh this hard in maybe their entire lives like they might never have seen it and so then I was thinking wow (laughs) that's so that's too bad So, it's got me wondering, you know, I've never been, like, the silly one or whatever. Their dad, for sure, has a better silly bone than I do or, like, a silly streak. Um, And then my sisters, I have other sisters that are, for sure, sillier than I am. Like, I've, I've never had that title, the silly one. But that doesn't mean that you can't be in your joy either. Um, silly is sort of just one way of expressing that, right? So, but I definitely, after that, you know, that really fun visit with my sister, <laughs> we, I began to really intentionally explore joy further because I felt like after my divorce, you know, it's pretty heavy stuff. And it's like a long process of like unraveling yourself and putting yourself back together in a different way, in a way that hopefully is improved (laughs) in general. Um, and so I really wanted to like show my kids, like, of course, like I have a, you know, I have a fun streak. I have a light streak. I have a, uh, just a more like playful streak, let's say, than maybe silly, Um, and so, and if I'm sitting there watching them and like when they're in their joy, I'm like for sure in mine because my heart is just like bursting with love and like joy for their joy. And so, you know, wouldn't it be a gift for them even to be able to see me in my joy 
more than once every you know I don't know when they how old they would have been eight years ago I guess like eight or something the girls would have been eight Ben would have been five so like not even you know once every five years but maybe more regularly than that even that would be really crazy <laughs> so you know because I I I feel like you know being your full self means like a shining star kind of symbol than like a wallflower even if you don't you know some people are not going to be like the center of attention that is not what I mean but I just mean like to be like proud and like stand tall and like totally own your vibe whatever it is and so that to me radiates an energy like a shining star um, more than a wallflower which is sort of like a closed darker energy or like denser energy not darker but just less vibrant less magnetic say so ever since then it's been a work in progress and you know I have to say I'm still overcoming a lot of resistance around it but I'm way more comfortable with life being more joyful even enjoyable easier more full of pleasure all the good stuff um because like truth be told there obviously there's been phases of my life that were a hustle for sure which can make life feel hard and it can be for years on end and so you get into like a rut and not intentionally but it just kind of like you just adapt into something that seems more serious and more I don't know more serious in general and so then you drop or you like put away the joy and the outward expression of it you know it's like okay later like when everything's going really well when you know when everyone's healthy when you know I have no bills to pay or like no debt or whatever like once I move into a bigger place once my shitty boss retires whatever it is um you know like then my joy can come out <laughs> and be fully expressed and, you know, radiate. And I think that's just not the right idea. I think we need to bring our joy to the forefront in no matter what the situation is. And then that will radiate and magnetize, you know, more opportunities, more fun, more... It'll make even the harder times more enjoyable like more bearable more you know you can have hard times and you can also hold joy through that and I would argue that actually holding joy through that is imperative to making it through the hard times if you don't want to be you know totally burned out totally fried totally feeling like you just got all your energy sucked out of you and now you're not sure how to get it back so those examples you know I just wanted to kind of hopefully paint a picture for you about you know what I would consider some of my top like things that I look back on and it's like the deepest sense of joy um and then whether yours are similar or you have other ones hopefully that sort of starts your brainstorming starts jogging your memory um, so that then you can see and assess for yourself 
how you're doing with your joy (laughs) and whether or not sometimes you're taking life too seriously and joy would be fun to add in and just like decide to do it and start adding it in and see what happens like and it might be interesting at first because people aren't expecting you to be whichever way um because maybe you've been serious for a long time um but I think people really respond to joy like they it's magnetic so it's not gonna be a big problem (laughs) you might find that they actually compliment you very well in your joy and then you find even more joy because then they have they are you know bringing their joy out to kind of play with your joy kind of thing so you know I just want you to I know to remind you I guess that I'm wholeheartedly with you when it comes to like a journey of just like where can I add more joy in my life and I think when I say that I actually mean not like a list where you're gonna say like let's think of things to do that are joyful and like almost like different ideas on like places to go see in the summer or something which you could totally do too but I'm talking about more of the like day-to-day just like random days and which to me is almost not so much you know looking and finding joy it's it's almost like taking the time for joy so if you're anything like me when I take the time to like savor the moments or take the time to stop you know cleaning up or getting on to the next thing on my never-ending to-do list I find joy is just right there like already in the building kind of thing just like waiting for like some extra space or something to completely show itself and so it could be something where you, there's just, like, a little extra space at the end of dinner and your kids are, like, you know, they start telling a funny story and everyone's laughing. And you just share moments like that, which are, like, so important for, like, the day-to-day feeling of fun and, like, connection. Um, that if we're all rushing off to different things, like, it's hard to you know, those are special moments when you're, you know, all the kids start doing different things and everybody's all over the place after school. Uh, and so, yeah, to just, and same, even with, if you're just with one of your kids or with your, a friend or with anybody, like, instead of, you know, racing to, you know, dinner with a friend and then, like, having dinner, but not really leaving extra time for dinner because you, I don't know, want to get home and, like, watch your favorite show or something like that, which I don't think, actually, now that I say that, needs to happen anymore, right? Because there's, like, (laughs) you can just watch whatever show whenever you freaking want now. Um, That was, like, so in high school. (laughs) But anyways, you want to race home to do whatever. I don't even know. But you have some kind of schedule in your mind where, you know, you don't have time to, like, stay longer for dinner and just, like, really shoot the shit and get into like other topics other than like the basic updates and so just leave yourself some extra time and even if your friend needs to leave because you know she's got something on her plate you've opened the door for more joy because you don't need to rush out you don't need to 
you know, you're not overthinking something that is going to happen in the future. You're just there for the evening. And then when you're done, you're done and you go home. Um, But you aren't rushing conversation. You aren't trying to like, um, I guess, like force the conversation. You're just letting things be as they are. And then really being receptive to like whatever little funny things happen whatever you know whatever way the conversation wants to go it can just go and naturally it just seems richer and seems like there's more connection and more depth to it than um yeah if you're just like okay I got an hour for dinner I gotta get the updates and then I'll see you next month or something like that and so there's joy in that and those are like I don't know they're like day-to-day basic things but it's it's literally what makes your life like there's definitely peak moments and like you know really big memories or vacations and those are sort of like you keep those in mind as like extra fun but I mean your life is made up much more frequently of just regular days and so how you can fit in more joy into your day-to-day living um is like the key to happiness I would say or at least one really big key uh and because basically the bottom line when we are in our joy we're definitely aligned with our soul like joy is your soul out in the open totally exposed like not covered by the layers of conditioning and socializing and to-do lists like that's why people who are joyful are so beautiful you know like no matter what they physically look like and whatever you think your physical like idea of beauty is like you can't take your eyes off them and you're you're like attracted to them literally your your energy is attracted to their energy Um, because your soul resonates with the vibration of joy, like with seeing a soul channeled so clearly. And that is what I think we are when we are in our joy, right? It's like your soul is just like having a freaking ball. It's having the time of its life. So I wish you a joy filled day and I invite you to follow your bliss at every opportunity and you know the dishes can get done another day and we all know that laundry will always be there later so like don't (laughs) forget about that stuff (laughs) Uh, forget about that stuff um and just like have fun follow your joy and remember that it is a spiritual practice and maybe that makes it more fun for you or you're more committed to it if you think of it that way as well Anyway, I hope you have a joy-filled day. I hope you have a beautiful day, and I will see you next time. Take care.